Hello and good morning, and welcome to Ask a Web Geek. I'm your host, CJ Gilbert, and you've joined me here in the web cave for another another exciting episode of Ask a Web Geek. We've got a lot of great material to go over with you today. I'm so glad that you've joined us for episode number 13. I can't believe it's been that many already. That means we've been going for three months already. That's amazing to me. It's just gone so fast. So I'm glad that you're with us this morning. I don't really have any new animals to share with you this week. I've got Gary the gorilla. He's right here with me standing by. Um, so he says hello. You can see Liz right down here in the corner of the screen. There's Liz the lizard right there. And of course I've got my my spider family right here next to me, but I, I just have a feeling if I if I touch them, they're gonna run away and we won't be able to see them clearly. I still have to figure out a better solution for that. But I've got a lot of great material to go over with you this morning, so we're going to jump right into the show, okay? Here we go. Ask a Web Geek with CJ Gilbert. I'm your web safari guide as we trek through the business jungle. We understand that the internet is a jungle and business is a jungle, and we're here to help you get through it. So here's our question for you. What would you like to ask a web geek? This entire show exists as a place for you to ask any questions that you have about websites, marketing, email campaigns, social media, tools and resources that you have to use or need to use or want to use online, but something's not working. You don't know what to click. You don't know what to do. You don't know what it's telling you. You're trying to upload a picture. It's giving you a weird message. You don't know what those acronyms are, those three letters, the ping, the JPEG, the GIF, the, uh, you don't know what it's saying to you. And that's what I'm here to do is I'm here to help. So ask me those questions anytime. I'm here to teach you that your website is your number one tool to grow and support your business. It is the hub for all of your efforts on the internet. Start with your website, then go out from there. We're going to be talking about that in our show today. It should enhance each aspect of your business. It should attract more customers, make more sales, enhance your customer service. It should help you increase your efficiency. It should help you save time, save money, and ultimately serve your clients better, faster, and easier. I want to say congratulations because you're here listening to me. That means that you want to improve your business and you're taking the steps you need to do so. And I say good for you. Thanks for being here with us this morning and thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, to improve your business. That is a um, that is a small percentage of people who take the steps to improve their lives, their personal lives, their business, and you're part of that elite group. So give yourself a big hug, pat yourself on the back, and say good for you, good for me, uh, that we're here together this morning. Real quick, let me go over how the show works. Ask a web geek. It all starts in our Facebook group. I record the show live in our Facebook group uh, every Wednesday morning and um, at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. That's where we record the show. So we go live to Facebook so that we can have our studio audience join us. If you'd like to join us for the live taping of the show, please come to our Facebook group, Ask a Web Geek, and uh, join us there and be ready Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific. That's when we jump in and we record the show and we invite all of your comments, feedback, questions as the show goes on. I'd love it if you're part of our studio audience. Then we take the main part of the show, put it up on YouTube, uh, and uh, it also becomes a podcast. 
So we ask you to subscribe on YouTube, subscribe as a podcast, whether you're an Apple or a Google user. We've got all those links over on our website. And you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Ask a Web Geek, and I invite your questions. And if you're listening to the show as a podcast or even watching it on YouTube later, feel free to tweet along. If you've got a question or a comment, tell us what you're watching, tell us what makes you laugh, tell us what, what makes you mad, tell us what questions you have, what did I just say that's confusing, what did you want to know about what I just said. These are all the places that you can leave me a comment or get in touch with me. And feel free to email me, cj at askawebgeek, and I'm happy to answer your questions uh, that way as well. Quick disclaimer, you must be willing to have your question or issue addressed in a public forum. This is not legal or professional advice. You accept responsibility for everything. So I'll do my best to, to cover your uh, your private details. Uh, if there's something you don't want me to talk about on the show, let me know. If we're looking at your live website and we need to obscure some information, there are ways we can do that. Password fields are always hidden. But in general, if you're asking me a question for the show, I want to make sure it's okay that I answer that. I don't disclose any information that you don't want me to. So let me know if that's a concern. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that everything you ask me is totally fair game to talk about, and we'll talk about it. But again, if there's anything that you need covered, obscured, um, we can still answer your questions and still um, save your private information. So know we have ways to do that. Also keep in mind, I am a, a professional web designer, uh, and I'm I'm certainly certified to do that, uh, and I'm going to give you the best advice that I have about everything, but I'm not an attorney, and I'm not a CPA, and you need to have those professionals in your life before you make those um, big decisions, big changes to your business, so please make sure to have those people, and you accept responsibility for everything. CJ and Ask a Web Geek is responsible for nothing. You accept responsibility for everything, including your own success. So who am I? I'm CJ Gilbert. I'm the web geek. I've been a web developer for over 20 years, and now I'm a speaker and an author. And I'm here to share with you that your website is your number one tool. I want you to use your website as an active tool in your business. And my business is here to serve your business. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to support you. I, I believe that if we work together, you will be able to do more business and you'll be able to do better business. And I'm here to help, uh, whether it's your website, whether it's one of these other online tools or resources, I'm here to help you. So please ask me those questions and we'll make sure that you get where you need to go. Golden nugget. Make sure that you're on the lookout for your golden nugget. Our brains are so interesting. We want you to consume the show in repetition. We want you to be live on Facebook. We want you to watch it later, watch it later on YouTube, listen to it later as a podcast. And it's so interesting as you do that, you're going to hear something different even if you watch the same show over and over again just because the way our brains work. So be open for your golden nugget and I know that you're going to find it. Grab some paper if you're not driving. Grab some paper, draw a line right down the middle, and then you can label the left side notes and the right side actions. So as I'm talking and I'm going through all the material today, you'll be, you'll be able to take that stream of thoughts notes on the left-hand side. But then there's going to be items that really stand out to you, and you're going to want to move quickly on those. Put those in the right column. That's going to be your action column. And you'll go back later and look for those steps that you want to accomplish and take care of right away. And make sure to star those golden nuggets so you can find them later. Okay, ask me any questions anytime.
Alaska Web Geek is sponsored this week by the Active Life Company. Melissa gave me a mug, the Active Life Company mug right there, and became our first mug sponsor of the show. Do you have a mug with your logo on it? Give that to me and you will be a sponsor of our show. But we're talking about the Active Life Company. She has a uh, an all-natural land and sea skin protectant. It is an SPF 30 moisturizing sunscreen. And uh, I just heard word that she got her... Pa- Melissa, is it your patent? You got the patent on this? Is that what it is? That's really exciting. Congratulations. So check out her, uh, her all-natural skin protectant, it's at theactivelifecompany.com. And make sure to use this special code. She made you a code, WEBGEEK. You'll get 15% off your purchase. I don't think it's a one-time code. I think you can use it all over and over again. Make sure to use WEBGEEK. It's all uppercase. It's all one word. And she made that just for you, our Ask a Web Geek community. So here's to you, Melissa. Cheers. Thanks for being our sponsor this week again. And would you please uh, check out theactivelifecompany.com. Check out the skincare, uh, excuse me, skin protectant uh, cover with a K, K-O-V-R, cover. And make sure to use the uh, the promo code WebGeek. The next sponsor is my free directory listing scan tool. I'm putting this here, but I'm going to talk about it more in a little bit because it, it absolutely pertains to the topic that we're talking about today. So <clears throat> I'm just going to tell you, write it down now. We'll come back to it later. This is so you can scan your directory listings. And this tool is at scan.gilbertstudios.com. That's scan like S-C-A-N, like uh, <clears throat> we're going to scan your listings. It's a free scan. Um, I hope that's coming across clearly. Uh, S-C-A-N, like Sam, Charlie, Alpha, and then N for Nancy, scan.gilbertstudios.com. We'll come back to that, tell you what that means and what to do with it. And then finally, make sure to check out my free video workshop. This is a seven-part video series. Each one's less than 10 minutes, so it's very bite-sized. It's very consumable. If you want to, you can plow through the straight, straight through it. Make a day, make a, make a morning of it. Uh, you do it on a Saturday morning, and it'll be your, your workshop to improve your website. Or... Do it one a day and do it over the course of a week or do it one every three days and spread it out over three weeks. Either way you choose to do it, I want you to use this free resource as a way to improve your website and improve your business. Go check that out at mywebsitesafari.com. Mywebsitesafari.com. All right, buckle up, stay hydrated. We've got a lot of material to talk about. It's gonna be a little bit of a dense show. Um, because I've got a lot to tell you about. I, I had a really great question, and I want to I want to go into it a little bit with you. Um, so make sure to to stay hydrated, and feel free to ask me any questions about anything that we talk about. So our featured topic of the week is going to blend in with one of the questions that were answered because. I could have put it in either section. I could have made it our featured topic of the week, but because it really started as a question, I'm going to skip right into it. So it's now time to ask a web geek. Our featured topic is inside of our ask a web geek section this week in the show. 
So real quick, before we go into that, I want to let you know we have conversations that are ongoing in our Facebook group. So please jump into our Facebook group, Ask a Web Geek, and chime in on any of your answers on these ideas. We have questions on customer relationship management tools, CRMs, project management tools. Do you have experience with either of those? Do you have a favorite? Please chime in. Please jump over and let us know what you use for your CRM or your project management tool. Would really like to know. Also, um, we're still looking for, for answers on this. What are your ideas? What are some good books and resources on offline, inexpensive guerrilla marketing techniques and ideas? What are relatively cheap things that business owners and independent professionals can do to gain greater exposure and reach in their local areas and beyond? We would love to have your feedback. We'd love to hear um, what, you, what you have to say about that. Hi, Katrin. Good morning. Glad you've joined us for the show. Uh, Katrin shared with me this week. I texted her and she was listening to my show as a podcast right at that moment and sent me a picture of her uh, of her car console with my with my face on it. It was awesome. So Katrin, thank you so much for being part of our community. I'm, I'm so glad you're listening to the podcast. That makes me so happy to hear about that. So thanks. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Really glad you're part of our community. All right, let's jump right into the questions. I'm I'm in high speed today because I got I wanted to get right to it today. I got a lot of great stuff to go over. Um, so here's our first question. Hi, Katrin. Here's our first question from Melissa, sponsor of the show. Melissa, theactivelifecompany.com, theactivelifecompany.com. She wants to know: Does anyone out there have any experience with market samurai? Do you have any experience with Market Samurai? If you do, please jump into our Facebook group and you'll find this comment from her. Um, <laughs> Katrin saying, fun to see you and hear you again. Let's learn something fast. You got it. Um, Melissa is asking about Market Samurai. So Market Samurai is a keyword analysis tool. And in the words of their website, discover the best keywords and your competitors' weaknesses with our keyword analysis tool. I don't know how effective it is. I can see the software has been around for a long time. I don't know if it's something that's valuable. I see dates going back to 2013. So I don't know if it's something that's still heavily used or not. Um, or much about it. I use other tools, um, but this was a perfect question to ask right now, Melissa, because we're going to be talking about SEO and keywords on today's show. Um, but let us know if you have any experience with this particular software. We'd like to hear. And while I was searching on the topic of Market Samurai, Google, so very helpfully, said we might also be interested in any of these tools. So I'll give a quick shout out. According to my Google search, these tools popped up as related and or helpful. So I'll just give them a mention. There's SEMrush, SpyFu, the Google Search Console, that is to say Google itself is a great, is a great SEO audit tool, Moz, M-O-Z, Screaming Frog, Web CEO, and Written Byte Limited, Deep Crawl. So the ones I'm most familiar with are SEM Rush, Spy Fu, Moz, and of course using the, the Google tool itself. Quick bonus tip, start typing some keywords into the Google search bar and don't hit enter. And what you're going to see is Google is going to give you something that's like an auto suggestion. It's giving you some suggested keywords related to what you're typing. That right there is good information because Google is telling you the common searches that relate to the thing that you're typing in. 
So start typing your best guess and then just look at what Google's suggesting. That's good keyword information right there. They're also recommending some top PPC tools. PPC stands for pay-per-click. So if you have any interest, uh, these are some good tools for that. Google Trends, Espionage, Inc., Google Search, um, I think it said Adalysis Limited, uh, Optimizely, and Unbounce, Unbounce, and WordStream. I've heard of several of those. Um, Google Trends is an interesting website. If you've never heard of Google Trends, Google, of course, tracks everything and everyone and everything that we're doing all the time at every given moment. They know exactly where you are right now. They know how fast your car is moving, and they feed that information back into their maps so we can avoid the accident that you're caught behind. Isn't that helpful? Uh, but Google Trends is a really interesting website to check out. Just type Google Trends into Google. They'll take you there. And they're, they're analyzing what... Um, what people are searching and where things are going. This is a great uh, tool you can use for market research. Okay, I got a lot of great material to cover in the show this week. So I was asked a question, uh, had a really interesting conversation with someone who was watching the show last week, and she started telling me about how she feels about her website and the internet. And it was really funny. I didn't get her specific permission to share her exact written email with you. So I'm not going to read her email word for word, but if I get her permission, I will, because it was really funny. She was referring to her website and her relationship with the internet, like a bad relationship with a boyfriend. It was really funny and I can identify, right? You can identify with that kind of an idea. She was telling me that she's just, she feels like she's poured so much money and energy into her website and she's just not getting out of it what she wants. It's just not bringing her clients. If anything, it's bringing her headaches. It's bringing her people that are contacting her all the time trying to sell her something versus wanting to get her services or products. This is a common frustration. I hear this a lot. So I wanted to share with you this morning a couple thoughts that I have on this topic, what we can do about it, and how to move forward from here. So let's jump right in um, to that. So the first thing to tell you is scam emails. You're getting a lot of email. If, you're, if you've got a website, you're getting a lot of email all the time about people offering their SEO services, right? They, and they, there are these scripts, they, they find you and they send you this email, and a lot of it's automated. A lot of it is not people coming to your website and actively reaching out to you personally. A lot of it is people that have created these bots these robots, basically, these spider bots that, that crawl the internet, look for any kind of an email address or a form, fill it out, and just bombard you with offers, hoping that's going to work and someone's going to pick up on it. It must work because otherwise they wouldn't do it. But, you know, I just ignore those emails. You probably do too. Or you get so many of them, you begin to think, gosh, is this something I need? Is this something I need to think about? And maybe you're hearing the phrase SEO a lot. And I got to tell you, it's the snake oil of my industry right now. Everyone wants to sell you SEO. Oh, you need SEO on your website. Oh, your website can't be found. Said the people who just found your website to contact you about your website not being able to be found. Does that ever happen to you? Tell me if that happens to you. The people that email you from your website saying that no one can find your website? Anyway. So yeah, it's the snake oil of my industry. All these people are telling you, you need SEO. What they're really telling you is, you need to pay me, this guy, 
you know, a thousand to two thousand dollars a month for SEO, and you don't even know what SEO is, and you don't even know what they're gonna do for that money. How frustrating for you! How frustrating for me to be in the industry where that's happening to to everywhere, everyone, everywhere I look. So I'm here to I'm here to share with you a little bit more information about that, uh, what they're talking about, and, and how we can make it work for you. And quite frankly, there's a lot of this stuff that you can do yourself on your website. If you need help from me, of course I'm gonna help you. If you need help from a web developer uh, that you already work with locally or something, by all means reach out to them and, and have them help you. But I wanna shed some light a little bit on what they're talking about because they just use this phrase SEO and you don't know what it means and you don't know what they're doing. And, and here's the honest truth. There's companies out there that's gonna charge you 1000 to $2,000 a month and then do nothing for you. They're just collecting their check, and that sucks. And I'm here to share with you some actual real strategies about what you can do on your website to attract more valuable traffic. Sure, you're getting a lot of scammers, you're getting a lot of people trying to sell you their nonsense, their SEO nonsense. Don't even reply to them. They might be in, um, I don't want to say that, but don't reply to them because it's just it's just spam. You didn't ask for their help. You didn't ask for their emails, and they're just bombarding you with it. And you can't – how can you trust someone you don't know and have never met? I don't know. You don't just send your money off to these people telling you you need to pay them a 1000 bucks. That's all I'm saying. So let's talk this morning about what is SEO and what are some things that you as a business owner can do with your website to get more valuable traffic. Okay? Let's do it. So there's two things I want to tell you about. So if you want more traffic, what you're really asking is for an SEO strategy. CJ, what's SEO? You promise to not repeat acronyms I don't understand. You're right. SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. And it's a weird thing where, uh, it, how, do, how best to say this? Your website naturally should contain the information that will attract people to you. It's not something that should be a separate step. I tell people every day when I talk to them about building them a website, I say here at Gilbert Studios, we do not look at SEO as a separate step. We're not gonna design the site and then build the site and then SEO the site. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's something that should be integrated with the website from the very moment that you build it. It's not a separate step. That being said, there are things you can do on an ongoing basis to help with the SEO of your website. We're gonna talk about that this morning. So what is SEO? You keep saying it. Search engine optimization. It basically means how attractive is your website to a search engine? We've got a really tricky thing that we have to do. It's a balancing act because we have to appeal to two different entities. We have to appeal on one side to this robot that is Google, this machine, this Google robot machine that is judging our website based on an algorithm and criteria. There's hundreds of line items in their algorithm and we're all jockeying for position on that Google search page. And so the concept of SEO simply means how attractive, how juicy is your website to Google so that Google will rank you above your competitor or not. How does that happen? It's all about their algorithm, and we're gonna talk about how to help that situation. I was gonna say something else, what was it? How juicy your website is, ba 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 ba. Yeah, that's basically it. And there's several things that we can do, so let's jump into it. 
When we talk about getting more traffic, when we talk about an SEO strategy, I want to talk about it in two separate ways, but they go together. So we're going to talk about on-page and off-page. On-page and off-page, okay? And basically, on-page is everything we're going to do on your website itself, and off-page is everything that we're going to do away from your website. Remember how I tell you every week, your website is the number one tool to grow and support your business. That's the hub for everything that you do online. Everything should be published to your website first and then sent out to the rest of the world. We're gonna talk about why that is this morning. So we've got on-page, that's your website itself, and then we've got off-page. That's everything else that links back to your website. Hopefully it links back to your website. So these are the two pieces. On page, what we're doing on your website, that's kind of like the bait. That's kind of like we're fishing for traffic to come into our website. So everything that we're doing on your website acts like bait to attract those incoming people. And then all the stuff that's off page, those are all the links and the articles that you're putting out there that then tie back in and link back in to your website. So we're going to spend a few minutes this morning talking about each one of those pieces. And there's a little bit to cover in each one, but they do relate together. And you can put them in one strategy that's doing both. We're going to talk about that right now. So let's start with your on-page SEO strategy. So the first thing I want to tell you about is a basic page structure or hierarchy. Now, <clears throat> Oh, I remember what I was going to say a few minutes ago. <laughs> we have to appeal to two different entities. Number one is the Google robot, but number two is the human person that's coming to your website, the human person. So this is very tricky. Why? Because Google wants all the facts and figures and words and details it can possibly have. Fill Google up with words and details and it loves you. But human behavior, human users cannot have too much information put in their face at one time or they'll shut down. So it's this really tricky balancing act. You've got to have all the details and facts in your website, but don't put everything on your home page because that's going to drive away the human users. What do we do, CJ? How do we do that? This is how we do that. Let's talk about a basic page structure and a hierarchy for your website. That is to say, over these 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 different places or pages, on your website, you want all those facts and figures and words spread out across all of these 10 different pages and places, not crammed into your homepage. We don't want to slam or bombard your human user visitor with too much information. They'll freeze up, they'll drive them, they'll, they'll be driven away. We don't want that to happen. So it's a matter of having the information in your website, but having it a couple levels deep because Google will still see it no matter where it is in your website, but the human user won't be bombarded with too much information right away. We want them to come to your website. We want your homepage to be very clean and inviting. Just communicate who you are, the people you serve, how you're helping them, a couple testimonials, and some links into the other areas of your site. 
link to your about page, link to your services page, okay? Not a lot of information on your home page. It should be clean and just present the ability to get to all the other sections. Then when the person clicks to go deeper into your website, you can give them a little bit more. So think of your homepage as basically just a couple headlines and some bullet points and some links to explore deeper. Then when they click that, the user is saying, okay, tell me more about that. When they do that and we go into that next page of your site, then you can give them a little bit of information, a little bit more, not too much. Think in headlines and bullet points, headlines and bullet points. And then you're gonna have a read more button and then they'll say, oh, I wanna read more about that and they're gonna click it and then they're gonna go even further, even deeper into your website. At this point, they've clicked twice. They've clicked tell me more on your homepage and they've clicked tell me more on your services page, for example. At that point, they're asking for it. They're asking for more information. Now you can give them all those facts and figures. So I want you to look at this chart right here. Let me, let me show it to you in, in uh, full screen. I want you to look at this chart right here and I want you to think about how your website is structured based on the pages, based on the hierarchy of information. I kind of think of it like when we were in college and we were writing our reports and our essays, you had to create an outline of what you were gonna talk about in your essay. Think of your website the same way. Google loves a structure. Google loves a hierarchy. Google loves pages underneath other pages. So you should have a home page, of course, but remember, don't put everything on your home page. Instead, use it as a jumping off point into the other pages and areas of your site. Then on those other pages, you can have more information. So here's some common things you should have in your site. Home, about us, services or products, frequently asked questions, contact us, resources, and a blog. Maybe if it's right for you, have a blog. And then look what I've done here uh, under services. I've got service one, service two, service three. There's a lot of good information here. So let me, again, stop me if you have any questions, ask me follow-up questions. I'm delivering a lot of information in a short amount of time. So please uh, give me those follow-up questions. I'll answer them anytime, okay? Tweet me, leave a comment, come to the Facebook group, make a new comment, whatever you wanna do um, to, to ask me that question. So think of it like this, on your services page, again, similar to your homepage, you don't wanna give them all the information right away. Instead, it's like, these are the top three services we offer and a little bit of details, headlines and bullet points and a read more link. Because when they click read more on your services page, then you jump them into what we call the sub page. So I'm just gonna use myself as an example. So if you go to my services page, you're gonna see I offer website design, website hosting, directory listing support, uh, you know, that kind of a thing. Website coaching, kind of what we're doing right now. And then when you click the read more button, you jump into the website design page. Now, once you get into the website design page, I tell you a lot about web design. I tell you a lot about the different options. Do you need an e-commerce site? Do you need a membership site? Do you need a basic site, right? There's a lot of information there, but you're gonna have to click a couple times to get there because if I put all that on the homepage, it would just drive you away. So it's a couple levels deep. Now remember, Google can still see it. Google can see it no matter what page it's on. So 
you still get the benefit of having all the words and keywords on your website, but you don't drive away the human user because it's a couple levels deep and they have to get to it by clicking and clicking. And by the time they've done that, they're interested and they will read more because they've asked for it. See the difference? They come to your website, we bombard them, ah, and that drives them away. Or they come to your website, hmm, I want to know more about that. Oh, services. Okay. Oh, that one. And they click it. Oh, I want to learn more about that. Then you give it to them. So think of your website structure. Think of its hierarchy. Think about how you can have pages under other pages. And this does a lot of things. It, it helps you organize your information. It helps you put certain keywords in key places. It helps you create the structure that Google loves and really that humans love to get to the information they need in the step, in the order that they need to get there. There's a lot of questions that you can ask me about any of these things, please do. I also wanna point out, your frequently asked questions page is an amazing place to have keywords. Oh, by the way, what are keywords? I keep using the word keywords. Keywords is just talking about your stuff. There's nothing magical about it. You don't have to do a lot of research on keywords. What are my keywords? You know, that used to be something that we spent a lot of time worrying about. I don't think we need to do that anymore. Google has evolved and gotten very smart. So all you need to do is talk about what you do. What are your services? Tell me your top three services, maybe five, maybe seven. Tell me your top services. Tell me what they include. Tell me the benefits of doing the business with you. And by the time you do that, you will automatically be using the right keywords in the right places. So don't spend a lot of time stressing about what keywords do I need to use? Just talk, just talk normally and naturally about what you do, who it serves and how it helps them. If you do that, you will be using the right keywords naturally. Meanwhile, have a frequently asked questions page because this is an amazing place to answer some questions in a way that you're not answering really anywhere else on your site. And it's amazing for keywords and it's amazing for a Google search because imagine that you're answering these top three questions that you're asked all the time. Guess what? There's people searching Google for that answer. So they're over here typing to Google, how do I whatever, whatever, and if you've got that on your frequently asked questions page, Google's gonna say, oh, here's the answer to your question and take them right to it. So frequently asked questions place is absolutely the best place. Garrison, go take that phone call. We'll catch up later, okay? Come back and watch the rest of the show then. Um, frequently asked questions page, dynamite, dynamite for keywords, okay? Ask me any questions as we go. Let me just check our comments here. Awesome. Okay, does that make sense? Let me know what follow-up questions you have about that, okay? Let's move into this next piece. So now, uh, on the last page, let me go back. On the last page, I referenced a blog, and I have a little asterisk next to it. So having a blog is a little bit of an advanced SEO technique. So let's talk about why and how you can use it. So the concept of a blog is it's a place where you can continue to publish information and articles on an ongoing basis, arranged by date. So you can think of your blog as your very own newspaper or magazine. It is a place where you can publish content on a regular, ongoing basis. This is so important for your SEO. This is so important for your incoming traffic to attract people that wouldn't know about you in any other way. 
it's one thing if you're meeting people and networking and you're giving them your card, your card, and they come to your website later. That's one thing, but it's a whole other thing for people that are just on the internet and they're looking for your type of service or product, or they have a question about your type of service or product, and then they find your website because they're searching Google. This is one of the things that can help that the very most is to publish information and content and articles to your website on a regular basis. So here's a real quick strategy of how you can do that. I know I hear you. You're saying, CJ, I don't need another thing to do in my business. I've already got a hundred million things that I need to do. I get it. I totally get it. And yet it's something that's so important for your business that you should really sketch out the time to make this happen. And I don't want to add an extra step of stuff you've got to do. I want to make it easier for you. So I want to cre create, I'm going to give you a couple ideas on how you can create a strategy, create a systematic approach to this. And so the first thing that you're going to do is write an article. Write an article about topics that you think your people are interested in or topics that you feel will be helpful to them. And if you can write an article about something, chances are you can write a lot about that topic. So here's my thought. I've got uh, right here, I've got write articles. And then I wrote part one, two, three, and four. Because my thought is, if you can write an article about a topic, chances are that topic itself might have three main topics about that topic. And then you could write an article on each one of those subtopics. Does that make sense? So let's say you've got your main topic. I don't know what that is for you. I'm just going to say website design, right? You've got your main topic, website design, but then there might be three things under it that you could talk about the website design. You could talk, I'm just going to, I'm just giving you random examples right now, right? So let's say I'm writing an article on website design. I could talk, I could talk about the design itself, the colors and how it relates to your branding. I could talk about the structure of the website, the code that we're using, the framework, uh, and the hierarchy like we talked about on the last slide. And then I could also talk about the marketing aspect, how you get that information out there, how you can share it with people, right? So if you're writing about a topic, chances are that topic has got three points and each one of those points can be its own article. So here's my whole point. If you're gonna write one article, write a really big one and break it into four parts. You've got your introduction, what we're gonna cover, and then you've got parts two, three, and four, which talk more about the topics you introduced in article number one. Does that make sense? So here's my point. If you're gonna go to the trouble to write one article, make it into four articles and save yourself some time. I want you to batch your time. I want you to get more value out of your time. After you've got your four articles written, now you can do something. If you've got a blog software, and you probably do if you're writing a blog, and that means you have a content management system, that means you have a back end that you can log into to create and publish those articles. So don't worry about doing it every week. If you're gonna write one article, you can write four articles. When you write four articles, you can publish them all together. You can sit down at your computer and put them all on your website all at one time. And here's the cool thing chances are you can future post those articles. So for example, today is October 23rd. Let's say I, I sit down, I write that article. I was just telling you about website design. So I could go into my website. I could set part one to release right now today. And then I could set part two to release next week, 
part two, three to release the week after that, and part four to release the week after that. So you see what I've done? I've sat down in one moment to write one article, but what I've actually done is I've written four articles and I've now pre-published them, pre-set them to publish on my website for the next month. See what I just did there for you guys? I'm not telling you to sit down and write an article every week and go through that whole thing. What I'm telling you is if you can take the time to do it once, you can create a month worth of articles and blog posts for yourself. Doesn't that sound better? Does that sound more appealing than sitting down once a week to write an article? Do it all at once. Publish them all at once, okay? Then you're gonna be able to share those on social media, and this is gonna get a little bit into our off-page strategy. We'll come back to it in a minute. But as you share this information to your social media, it becomes a link back to your blog. That creates a link back to your website. That's what we want. And while you're doing it, you might as well go ahead and schedule an email blast to go to your list that says, hey, just wrote a great article about website design or whatever, and then a link back to it. So here's my point. If you're going to take the time to do it, go ahead and magnify your effort. If you're going to write one article, let's turn it into four articles, pre-publish them. You can do the same thing with social media, pre-set them to automatically publish for those next four weeks. You can do the same with your email blasts, pre-publish those emails to release for the next four weeks. So in one afternoon that you're sitting down to write one article, look what we can do. We can turn it into four articles. We can publish those web, those onto your website for four different release dates. We can schedule social media, maybe four to eight social media posts, also pre-publish those, and create four emails that say just released a new article about XYZ and have those pre-scheduled to go out to your email list. You can do this all in an afternoon. You can do this in a couple hours. You can create four articles, eight social media posts, and four emails to go out. Now, isn't that a better use of your time? If I could show you how to do that, it might make it a little bit easier for you. Now, you still may have questions on how to do each one of those steps. No problem, come back to me, ask me how to do that. We'll cover it in a later show. But I want you to get the point of what we're doing here. So in the first part, I talked about how to set up your website in a structure, in a hierarchy that will appeal not just to Google the robot, but also to the human user that's coming to your website. Now, I'm talking to you about how to use your blog strategically to not only give valuable information to your audience, but do it in a way that you're saving yourself publishing time. Do it all at once so it schedules itself over the next month for your your blog posts, your social media posts, and your email blasts. Do it all at once. Don't see it as separate steps. You've got to do all this stuff. Just see it as one thing you have to do. I just got to work on my website for a couple hours, and I'm going to be able to do an entire month worth of work in one to two hours. That's going to save you a lot of time. That's going to help you do more and do better business. And you're going to feel really great when you know that you've got all that material that's going to automatically publish itself and you don't have to think about it again for another month. Put it on your calendar for next month. Think over the next three to four weeks about what you're going to write those articles about. Jot down some notes every time you think about it. And then a month later, you're ready to sit down and do it again. 
This is a strategy you can use over and over again. It's going to put a lot of content on your website, but it's really not going to take as much time as you think it is. And I can help you with those steps. So let me know what questions you have. I've been talking a lot. Let me take a sip of my coffee. We're going to go to the next slide. How are we doing, studio audience? Okay, good. All right, let's get into the off-page SEO strategy. Everything that we've been talking about so far has to do with on your website. Now we're going to step away from your website. Remember, we're publishing everything to your website first. It's the hub. It's your marketing hub. Your website is the only thing that you can own and fully control on the internet. The only thing that you can fully own and control on the internet. You do not own any of your social media channels. You do not own any of your social media profiles or pages. They are owned by the company that you're going through. Do you think... I don't want to mention names. Yes, I do. Facebook.com. When you go to Facebook and you publish on Facebook, it belongs to Facebook. It's not yours. So publish first to your website. That establishes you as the author and originator of the work. Then go to Facebook and say, hey, wrote a great article about XYZ. You can do that on all the social media channels. So social media posts are so important, but publish to your website first establish yourself as the author, the originator, and the publisher of that information. When you publish it to your website, you own it. That's the biggest golden nugget I could scream today. Own your own material. Publish it to your website first. It's so important. Then, then we go out to all these other places, okay? Let's talk about that now. So your social media posts. Last week I showed you how to use a tool called Buffer to set up social media posts to multiple channels in one place. If you missed that, go back to episode 12. Feel free to forward right through my nonsense talking until you see featured topic. That's where we talked about the social media. So tune into that section and, and hear and see and watch how we created those posts. And ask me your follow-up questions. So you can pre-schedule your social media posts, just like we were talking about, and make sure to link to your blog articles. And I also wrote subpages because I wanted to make a note. A lot of people, when they publish on social media, they just include a link back to their homepage. Okay, that's good, but it's not best. It's good. That It's fine. It's fine if you publish a, a, a link to your homepage. That's no problem, except I want to tell you how much more valuable it is when you're publishing links to your subpages. So not just your homepage, gilbertstudios.com, but the subpage that relates directly to the thing that you're talking about in that moment. So it might be like gilbertstudios.com slash services slash web design. That's the page you want to get out there. That's the page you want to put a link to because you don't just want links to your homepage. You want links to all the pages of your site, your, all of your articles, all of your individual pages. Oh, you have a question on that? I answer that on my Frequently Asked Questions page. Here's a link to that. Now, I want to caution you to something, uh, especially on Facebook. If Facebook does not like it when you publish links that take you away from Facebook. So they may just suppress your posts if all you're doing is posting links to other websites. 
I learned this the hard way because as you can imagine, as a website designer, I want to share a lot of websites with you, right? I want to share all the websites that I'm publishing and that I've created for my clients. So I used to post a lot of links about every website I would build and every new one and every new client. Here's a link to them and here's a link to her and here's a link to him. And you know what I found? people could not see those posts because Facebook did not like that I was sharing links that took you away from Facebook. So not all the social media platforms work like that, and it is valuable and helpful to publish links on social media to your posts and pages. I just would encourage you to not make it every one of your posts. I would always include a link in my posts and discovered that was not the best thing to do. So now I'm doing it the other way around, where most of the posts that I publish do not have any links in them. And then you can put a link in a comment, or you can invite people to ask for the link and then message it to them. There's a lot of little tricks like that. So you do want to publish links to your blog articles and your sub pages, but especially if you're on Facebook, you don't want it to be every one of your posts. Does that make sense? Okay. Here's another thing I want to tell you about. Did you know you could create articles on LinkedIn? Not just posts. You can create posts like, hey, wrote an article about XYZ. But you can also create full-blown articles. Now, my recommendation to you is that you publish that article on your website first as a blog. And then you go over to LinkedIn and you can also publish it there. And at the very end of the post, you can write, this article printed with permission uh, by your name, original article is here, and then put a link back to your blog article. So this is doing a couple things. You're using the power of another social media platform like LinkedIn. It's huge. It's, it's very heavy in the business world right now. So if you're a business to business business like I am, you want to make sure to publish articles to LinkedIn. But my recommendation is, and please, anyone correct me if I'm wrong, but I would publish those to your website first, then I'd go over and cross-post them to LinkedIn and include that link back to your blog post. And you can write that it's published there, it's re reproduced there, or reprinted, or republished with permission, because you're the one that did it, so you can give yourself permission to republish that article on LinkedIn. So that puts it over on LinkedIn, just in case people can stumble across it there. And guess what? It puts another link back to your blog. So use the LinkedIn articles area to publish content to LinkedIn, but my recommendation is you do it to your own website first to fully establish and credit yourself as the author and originator of that work, and then go publish it to LinkedIn, link back to your website. You can kind of do the same thing on YouTube. YouTube is huge right now. Are you creating video? Do it. We're creating a video right now. If you're watching me right now, you're participating in the creation of my video that I'm going to go publish on YouTube, and you better believe I'm going to have links back to my website when I do it. I don't know how long it will take to do this as a strategy, but I do know that it works. YouTube is huge. Google is the number one search engine in the world. YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And when Google realized that was happening, Google bought YouTube. So now Google owns the number one and the number two search engines in the world. Pretty clever, Google. Pretty smart. So people go to YouTube to search for their questions and answers. If you've got videos 
that have those questions as the title or contain that information in the description, you may be found for that topic. They'll watch your video, even a 30 second video, even a minute video. We're recording an hour video here. I don't know if hour videos really get watched a whole lot on YouTube as much as the two, two minute, five minute videos do. I'm, I'm building both of them right now, and I encourage you to do the same thing. You may be, you may be uh, shy behind a camera. You may not want to do it like this. Uh, first of all, I'd say get over it because this is the world that uses a lot of video. But that's okay. You can take baby steps. Your video doesn't have to have your face in it. Look, watch this. Boom. Here's a video. I'm recording a video right now. You don't even have to see my face. You can just watch me with my slides. I can go backward and forward. Let's jump back to this page just so I can say, and then you'll write an article and then you'll post it on social media and then come and make a LinkedIn article and then make a YouTube video. See, look, this is a video right here. We even without my face start like that. That's a baby step for you. Start with that. Record some videos that don't even have yourself on video. Don't you get it? You can use screen capture software. Uh, you want a really quick tool? I hear you saying, how do I do that? There's a lot of different tools you can use. Uh, one of my favorites that I recommend to you that's totally free to get started is called Ice Cream Recorder. Like an ice cream cone? Ice cream cone? Ice cream recorder. Just Google that ice cream recorder. You can get started with that for free. Record a couple little videos, little screen capture videos, do a PowerPoint presentation, talk over the top of it. Boom. Now you've got a video you can publish on YouTube and your blog and post a link right back to it from YouTube. Go check out how I'm doing at the Ask a Web Geek website uh, and the Ask a Web Geek YouTube channel. Do it just like that. I publish the video on YouTube. I create an article on my website. I put the video from YouTube in my article. I put the link to the article back on YouTube and it creates this whoop, 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 whoop link round and round and round we go. I'm linking to YouTube, YouTube's linking back to me everybody is happy. Someone could stumble across the video on YouTube and then find me, or they could come to my website and then they're seeing my YouTube video that's published there. Do you see how it all ties together? It's kind of like a web. Maybe you've heard of the web. Ask me any questions about this. I'm going to keep going, okay? So you've got social media posts, LinkedIn articles, YouTube videos. What else? Guest blogs. This is a great, great strategy. You can find other people that are in either similar fields or complementary fields. And you could ask them if it would be okay if you wrote an article for their blog. And you know what? A lot of people are very interested in that because it's a win-win situation. They get the opportunity for someone to add content to their website and your payment in return is the link back to your website. It's a win-win. So find other people, your friends, your colleagues, your associates, those you know in networking groups, those you know locally, or even those you stumble across the internet and look for an opportunity to be a guest on their blog or a guest on their podcast. If you can be a guest on someone else's channel, that gives you a chance to have a link back to your website and it gives them a chance to have more content added to their website. It is a win-win situation. So look for an opportunity to be a guest. And the very last thing I want to tell you about is directory listings. 
you may not even know that this is a thing that exists because it is brand new over the last couple of years. So real quick, I'm going to tell you about directory listings. What's directory listings? Let me say it like this. For the last 150 years, when you opened your business, you got yourself into the Yellow Pages. Kids, the Yellow Pages is a book that they used to publish with everybody's phone number in it. And if you were a business, you had to get yourself in the book, the Yellow Pages. And you were prepared to pay three to $500 a month to be in that book. It was the cost of doing business because there was no internet, there was no websites, you only had the book and the telephone. So if you wanted to reach the plumber, you'd open the book, you'd find the number, you'd pick up the phone and you'd call, help, my toilet's overflowing. But now we are in a whole new era. Every one of us has got one of these things and this is what we use now as our yellow pages. Oh, it just buzzed. That was creepy, right? We're attached to these things all the time. So what do we do about it? Well, we now have these things called directory listings online. You see about a hundred people all at the same time thought, I know what I'll do. I'll create a website and I'll put every business I can find into it and I'll be the next yellow pages online and I'll make a bazillion dollars. Well, that's great. Great idea. Except a hundred people all had that idea and now they're all jockeying for position in the world of the internet. You may have heard of the big guys, Google, Yahoo, Bing, Apple, Facebook. They all have their own version of the directory listings. But here's the challenging part for you. Number one, you may not have even known this existed. Number two, you don't know what information they are choosing to list on their website about you. You didn't even know these 100 websites existed, did you? How do you know if they're listing the right information? Well, I have a resource for you because I'm not going to leave you in the cold. I'm going to tell you about this free tool that's on my website that you can use anytime you want to. This is how it works. You go to scan.gilbertstudios.com. S-C-A-N, scan, you're going to scan your listings scan.gilbertstudios.com. Here's how it works. You put in your business name, address, and phone number. Again, think of it like the yellow pages. I'm just, I'm not looking for your home address. I'm looking for your business address, especially if you're a brick and mortar business, especially if you have an office location that people are going to be using the map the map app in their, in their phone to find you. You need to have your 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 listing correct and as up to date as possible. So use this free tool right here, scan.gilbertstudios.com, pop in your business name, address, and phone number, and hit go. And it's going to do a live scan right in front of your eyes. It's going to go through all the different websites. It scans between 60 and 80 different sites, and it shows you in real time where you show up, where you're missing. If you do show up, what information is correct? People move, they change addresses, they change phone numbers, and what happens over time is you can get this kind of mismatch of information all over the place. This is actually damaging your SEO because you didn't even know this was happening because Google is looking at all those websites to see if Google is serving the most correct information. And if all of your directory listings are the same, same name, same phone number, same address, Google's 100% confident that it's serving the right information. But if you've got this mismatch stuff spread out all over the internet, which a lot of us do, most of us, then 
Google's not confident. They're like, well, I'm seeing a couple different addresses. I'm seeing a couple different phone numbers and that hurts your ranking in their algorithm. So make sure you've got all your listings squared away, all the correct information, all congruent, all linking back to your website, links back to your website. Every one of those directory listings is a link back to your website. That is super helpful. That is off page SEO. Have a directory listing, have it linked to your website. It's okay if it links to your homepage there. Okay, you can use this free tool. You can take a look at how you're appearing now online. And if you choose to, you could go through each one of those websites in the scan tool. You can actually click and it will take you there. So let it take you there. If you want to, you'll have to spend some time to sign up with each one of those websites to be able to claim and correct that listing. Or if you want a super, super time saver, I have an amazing service that starts at only $99 a month. There's no long-term commitments or contracts or anything. You can get started as little as one month or a bunch of months, right? One, one month at a time, 99 bucks a month, and it will correct and fix all of these directory listings. So your first step is just to check it out, just to see how you exist and how it shows up online. And then if you have any questions, reach out to me. There's going to be a button with my contact information inside that report. So just reach out to me if you want to get started or you're interested in what that looks like. Okay. A lot of stuff to throw at you today. I had a lot of really great information to share with you. So I invite you to please ask me your follow-up questions. Uh, send me a message, email cj at askawebgeek.com or come to our Facebook group and create a post or uh, tweet me your, your, answer, your questions and I will be sure to answer those. This was, this was packed with information. I had a lot to share with you today. Hopefully you found some really good golden nuggets today. I invite feedback. Tell me what you liked and tell me what questions you still have. Ask a Web Geek was sponsored this week by The Active Life Company. Make sure to use our special code WEBGEEK so you can save 15% off your order at The Active Life Company. Make sure to go to scan.gilbertstudios.com to look up your listings and see how you're showing up and what needs to be fixed. This is a totally free service and you can use this report to correct your listings on your own time or Ask me about that other service that will save you a bunch of time for a, a pretty nominal fee considering everything it does. And I don't even have time to go into all the features and benefits of what that software can do, but I'd be happy to show you uh, if you're curious. And finally, make sure to check out my free video workshop. It's at mywebsitesafari.com. This is free information for you to improve your website and improve your business. Thank you so much for being here with me this morning. All the links and details are over at askawebgeek.com. I invite you to join our Facebook group, subscribe on, on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, and subscribe as a podcast. If you are a podcast listener, I would love your subscription to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you're an Apple user, I'd love to review. Your subscription and your review on Apple Podcasts will help boost this for everyone else to find. So come check us out. All those links and details are at askawebgeek.com. Thank you for your time and attention. I'm so glad you're with us this morning as, as we continue our journey through the web jungle. I'm here to support you. I'm here to, uh, to answer your questions and help you get through that jungle. You know, at Gilbert Studios, we understand the internet is a jungle. It's so easy to get lost, fall down hidden traps, and not get where you want to go. You want to join up with a tribe of people, hire a well-trained guide that can lead you through and get you where you want to go. Hope you have a wonderful week 
Have an amazing week. Have a wonderful website Wednesday. And we'll see you next week in the web jungle. God bless. The internet's a jungle. Check, 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 check. Check, checkity, check, check. Bye.